This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. Hey, happy Derby weekend, guys. Uh, whatever. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 1st, episode 2425, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Horse racing in Kentucky is rich in history, dating back to 1789 when the first race course was laid out in Lexington. It was almost 100 years later, in 1875, that Churchill Downs officially opened and began its tradition as the home of the Kentucky Derby. While traveling in England and France in 1872 and 73, 26-year-old Colonel Meriwether Lewis Clark devised the idea of a Louisville Jockey Club for conducting race meets. Upon his return from Europe, Clark began development of his racetrack, which would serve to showcase the Kentucky breeding industry. The track would eventually become known as Churchill Downs. 80 acres of land approximately three miles south of downtown were leased from Clark's uncles, John and Henry Churchill. For his inaugural race meet, Clark created three major stakes races, the Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Oaks, and Clark Handicap, all modeled after three premier races in England, the Epsom Derby, Epsom Oaks, and the St. Ledger. The track formally opened May 17, 1875, with four races scheduled. The winner of the first race was Bonaventure. However, the winner of the day's featured event, the Kentucky Derby, was a three-year-old chestnut colt named Aristides. A new grandstand was unveiled in 1895, topped by two spires. They came to be known as the Twin Spires, a simple architectural element and would become the symbol of Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby. As the Kentucky Derby grew in popularity, so did the racetrack. Since opening in 1875, Churchill Downs has continued to evolve, undergoing many renovations while embracing the future of horse racing. But as thousands visit these hallowed grounds each year, the history, traditions, and mystique of Churchill Downs remain true as one of the most legendary horse tracks in the world. Welcome to Churchill Downs. It's Kentucky Derby Day, and we're at Churchill Downs in Louisville with a record crowd watching 20 of America's leading three-year-olds parade to the post. They're up. Keep your eye on the horse moving out from the inside rail into the lead. That's War Admiral. Inside, there goes Raymond Earl, and affirmed is right there and challenging the twin horses. On the rail, and it's also moving up. Then it's six legs back to the next horse, Sir Sir. Head of the stretch. For the moment, Seattle Slough still battling it out together. And here's from Dusty Run now, closing ground and moving in the third. Here's second as they approach the half-mile pole going into that far turn. Sweet Northern Saint has picked his way through the pack. He's down on the inside fourth. Barbaro in the clear, poised as they move into the far turn. And he's moving up to be fourth now. And then Colonel John, Colonel John comes on the scene late as the field turns for home at the top of the stretch. And it is big round. Four rolls open now to a three-lane play. The pause, Bodie Munster, holding on to the lead. I'll have another. On the outside, it's closing in. It is California home in front. And from the back of the pack on the outside, commanding curve is taken second. But California Chrome shines right in the 
into the stretch, and it's American Pharoah who has taken the lead on the outside. In between horses, it's firing line. Dortmund is down at the rail as they come into the final furlong. American Pharoah, firing line, not done yet. And these two come into the final 16th. It's American Pharoah in front, firing line. Dortmund is third, Frosted is fourth. Coming to the finish, American Pharoah and Victor Espinosa have won the Kentucky Derby. And they're into the stretch, and it's Nyquist. Nyquist has taken the lead on the outside. Gunrunner, second at the rail. Five lengths back to Destin in third. And they come to the final. Furlong Exaggerator is closing in. Nyquist to catch with a 16th to go. Gunrunner, Exaggerator on the outside. Nyquist and Exaggerator, they're coming to the line together. And Nyquist is still unbeaten. He has won the Kentucky Derby. And Classic Empire is beginning his charge, and he's coming wide as they turn for home, and it is always dreaming in front, always dreaming with Battle of Midway a length and a half behind, as they come into the final furlong, looking at Lee is making a bid now, through on the inside, up into second, always dreaming with a two and a half length lead, a 16th to go, looking at Lee is second, then comes Battle of Midway, Classic Empire, they're coming to the line, and the dream comes true, always dreaming has won the Kentucky Derby! And they're into the stretch, and it's Justify and Mike Smith turning for home in front. Good magic, and Jose Ortiz a link behind as they come into the final furlong. Bravazos down the center of the track, and then Audible on the inside, who's now up in a third. Justify a two-length lead as they come to the final 16th. Good magic on the outside, a second. Audible third toward the inside, then it's still regard. They're coming to the wire. He's just awesome. Justify has won the Kentucky Derby. Is it over? <laughs> that I gets can your breathe. blood flowing? <laughs> Man, you know, I mean, like you go back to like Big Brown and even further back, it's like it's you just like a portal in your brain. It's like when you hear that song that in high school that you jammed to at the one certain time of your life, like it takes you right back to that. I remember where it was each one of these derbies. This well, is maybe such not the a, very early ones, but uh, <laughs> Aristides, I'm not gonna recall the first one. But I you might, know what I mean? but like, you're not gonna <laughs> That was the 1800s. I don't think you even got there. But I'm saying, like, it just it takes you right back to where you were when you heard that. Like, we had a big brown Belmont bash, which was full of heartbreak, as of course. But like, I mean, we had like I've always had like parties around the horses that we're cheering for. Oh my god, I'm really gonna miss it this weekend. I'm very sad. Well, that's why I stupid. put that together. I thought it would help you guys get through the weekend. Did you notice which race I didn't put in? Um, Last I don't know, years? but they said the word Barbaro and I was like, Oh, I know. Last year's race because I thought, well, he called it to the finish, but that wasn't the winner. So we, yeah, and, <laughs> I, just, and, I left and, it although, out <laughs> again. I still, I had so, I had won so much money if that horse would win. Like, That's why I, I, didn't mean, put it, I remembered that too. And I was like, that's just going to depress uh, Jamie. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing it up.
Uh, I will never put that race in. It's like the race that never happened. It's the Kentucky Derby that never happened. It's true. Oh, year. That's true. Uh, God, that was a heartbreaker too. Man, I have had my heart broken by these horses more than I have had a, <laughs> a very victorious time. But that's okay. That's okay. That's what horse racing is. It's it's the the most exciting two minutes in sports. So speaking of which, <laughs> if you want an exciting couple of well, a couple of hours tomorrow actually on NBC, they still are running <laughs> when they were supposed to be running the Kentucky Derby tomorrow from 3 to 6 Eastern Time on NBC. I'm dying to see how they're going to do this. They're going to do a, well, they're going to be doing a look back at, you know, at at races through history, but they're also going to do a Triple Crown showdown, which is 13 Triple Crown winners are going to face off in a virtual race. So I don't at, know how like they're going to do it at either. At Churchill Downs. So. And, and I see the early odds, because I think they're taking betting on this, of course. Uh, uh, I think the early odds look at Secretariat, of course, as the one who's going to win. But that's what everybody's talking about. I assume it's going to be animated. I don't know. I don't know how going to do it. I mean, it, what, how are they going to do this? It's amazing. But how, imagine how much like cool footage they probably dug out. It is going to be awesome. I, I, it doesn't matter. Of course, Secretariat's going to win, because he has the record in all <laughs> three like i don't think all of a sudden he's gonna lose you know what i mean like so he does have the record and and if they were looking i i can't wait to see what they do with the belmont on the triple crown showdown if they do it again because like how far ahead would he have been from american pharaoh uh he also was killing in that right race too so anyway it's it, that's gonna be really exciting when does that start tomorrow three to six eastern time on nbc so that'll be, uh, you know, do you see stuff when it's on Eastern time or did they delay it and you see it? Will you see it from three to six on your time? How does that work? Uh, in Derby, uh, I'm sorry, in uh, Arizona, I would see it on West Coast time. Okay. So, but but here I just see it an hour earlier. Okay. So when you say three to our six, show starts at 10, yeah. it starts okay. at nine. So your prime time though, when you were in Arizona was still prime time was eight eight o'clock at night would be when you're yes but be, yeah. but like i'll watching the voice and like they do the live voting and it sucks because oh, i never had over. to vote <laughs> hey we're gonna do an instant save for those of you currently in new york city that's it <laughs> suck at all the rest of the country. <laughs> well, on today's show, Mary Kitzmiller stops by to review a 1991 movie because you know what? We've talked about all the current movies that are out. I said, you know, people are getting desperate now. They're going back in the catalog. Why don't you take a look at an older one? So she Oh my does, God, I love this one too. <laughs> she says, wild hearts can't be broken. And uh, what are we buying in large quantities? And horselovers.com presents some really bad ads today. But first, we have to start with our daily minis. Happy birthday to Auditor Holly Huddleston, Huddleston, Kayla Haynes, and Diane Ortman, who I don't think is any relation to Terry Ortman, my fifth grade teacher we were talking about, who's posting all the pictures of me in fifth grade. You never know! (laughs) I don't know if Diane's related or not, but happy birthday to the three of you. We really appreciate you being here and being an auditor and part of the Horse Radio Network. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, Hash, hashtag damn it, Zeus. That son <laughs> of a gun. We haven't had one in a while. It's great. Um, yeah. So last night, 
I I have all the horses out. Zeus has let me, a Let me stop you here, here real quick. For okay. brand new listeners, which I know we have a lot over here recently, uh, Zeus is a Mustang that Jamie adopted a while back and has been a troublemaker ever since and is an escape artist beyond all horses' abilities to escape. I mean... He's so clever. He can undo double-ended snaps. He, uh, We had a farm sitter here who put, we had a padlock on the front of his stall. She came in. Zeus was out. The padlock was on the floor. I don't know. So finally, we got like bottom latches. So I have to latch the top and bottom of the stall so he can't reach it. And he's pretty much like Chad the other, just the other day was like, wow, I'm really starting to like Zeus. I'm like, really? He's, just, he's like, yeah, he hasn't gotten out in like a month. It's amazing. <laughs> Shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have said it. <laughs> So last night I have all the horses out. I had, I worked so hard yesterday. I had to go do a trailer loading for a horse. And I, I, I like have new horses in training. I had lessons. I'm so tired, exhausted. And I've got everybody out. I'm finally walking back to the house and I hear squealing. And we all know that that's horses fighting. And these horses are always out together. And I see everybody running around and galloping around like idiots. And I look out there and I see the telltale flaxen mane and tail. Like Zeus has his own paddock with an attached stall. It is big as automatic water. Like he has a round bale in there. He's very happy. He is in solitary. He's in solitary. He's in solitary (laughs) confinement because when he's out with all the other horses before he Mustang herder decides that everybody has to stay in like a tiny little bubble. Like everybody stay together formation. Like he's a military Mustang. (laughs) So remember this horse was in a holding facility for six years. Mm. He has learned how to entertain himself. So (laughs) he basically, I look at all all others expense. (laughs) Yeah. So he's pulled down the top rail and jumped out before because he can't jump out of the fight. It's like a five and a half foot fence. He just can't do it. So I was looking at the top rail. I'm like, how did this horse get out? The gate is like, looks closed. There's no top rails missing. There's no bottom rails missing. I don't know how he got out. But at this point, I grab a halter and remind let me remind you, I am like as exhausted as I think I've ever been. So I'm son of a gun. And of course, he's all the way like out in the very back of the pasture. That's a disadvantage to a large property. <laughs> God. So he's all the way in the back. And I'm like, he also is insulin resistant. And the grass is like. Maybe starting to think about coming up. It's mostly weeds right now, but he wears a muzzle when he does go out. So I'm like either. Uh, so I had to walk to the back to get him. I walk the 20 acres Glen to the back. Okay. All the way to the very back corner. It's like diagonal from the tip of a square to the point of the, the opposite diagonal angle all the way up and down the hill. I get him. I'm like, Hey buddy, you know, trying to not like be mad and catch him. And I, and he, haltered him up and it was fine and and he's like oh this was fun and he's kind of snatching weeds along the way as we're getting back up to the to the house and again still i am exhausted my feet hurt my back hurts my hands hurt i've been trailer loading an 18 hand warm blood mare who wouldn't get in the i am tired and i get all the way up to about 25 feet 25 steps from where i need to put him and he's like see ya (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that son of a bee ducked his head to the right, yanked the rope out of my hands and was gone. And I have no strength in my, like, I, I, I just let it, I just let the rope go. <laughs> I couldn't hold it anymore. 
I'm so tired. I don't want to fight with you. See, and and that Mustang takes off. I mean, it was beautiful to watch. Like dead gallop, flaxen mane and tail streaming in the air as he entirely circles the entire property and goes even further away where he was the first time. And he's wearing his halter and his lead rope, you know, I mean, and it's flapping and I've, I've like clients over and they're like, did you get him? I don't know. Do you see him? Do I have him in my hands? No, I don't. He's gone. And, um, they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, son of a bitch is going to wear the halter all night. <laughs> it's a breakaway halter. I'm sure it's off by now. Um, but yeah, hashtag damn it, Zeus. I can't possibly, but you know what? He wasn't chasing everybody around last night. So that was good. If he had a bit, if he messes with my Stan Lee, he's in trouble. So, um, maybe I'll just like, let him be out, but with his muzzle. Well, Ugh. at least then he won't be biting people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I can't attack anybody. He's got a muzzle on. It's a dual purpose muzzle. It's the dually muzzle. Oh, uh, there you go. I gotta oh my tell you, God. we talk about mini donkeys all the time. We have we have like five donkeys in, in neighboring properties right around us. So they all start banging at the same time. You know, one oh, goes, it's like they all a go. chorus. Yeah, yeah, it's like a chorus. And it, it's kind of cool to hear when you're outside. So this donkey lives with this Palomino uh, just in the neighboring farm. And I was walking up to get the mail and I looked over and they were gone at it. I mean, this donkey was biting a Palomino's butt and the Palomino was doing everything it could to get away. That Palomino got two direct back hoof shots on that donkey and that donkey kept coming back for more really it never stopped and they were going at it the whole walk up to the mailbox was quite a ways away and the whole walk back they were going at it and that donkey kept getting nailed and that donkey kept coming back and biting him i just donkeys are <laughs> something else oh my god uh, did you call the owner or anything like, no, i mean <laughs> it's like three farms over i wouldn't even know how to get it and everybody here has gates you can't go knock Right, uh, they all um, locked gates. So no, I figured the house is right there. They were right in the backyard. The owner probably saw it if they were home. If not, what was I going to do? If uh, not, they'll find out when they get home and they see a little donkey with all sorts of And it's of probably not the first time the donkey's got the crap kicked out of it, but they don't care. <laughs> and that donkey yeah, just tough. and that's what Scooter would do. He'd get kicked and he'd come back for more, and that's why they're separated. Uh, anyway, hey, next week is Listener Appreciation Week here on Horses in the Morning, and we're going to have a whole bunch of listeners on with us next week. So uh, we're looking forward to meeting everybody, and we hope you you enjoy that too. It would be nice to hear about your fellow listeners and their ponies and what they do. I'm always interested to hear. I've had so many people write to me over this whole COVID thing who have like real jobs that are important. and. It always blows Jamie and I away that, that people with like scientist jobs that, you know, probably make doctors, a, doctors that probably make $150,000 a year as a scientist at a laboratory trying to cure the world, you know, to invent COVID right now, uh, a COVID vaccine are listening to us, which is just ridiculous when you think about I, it. I told you, you know, sometimes their brain needs a break. <laughs> And That's you can just it dumb it down. <laughs> well, next week we get to meet some fun people, and we're very excited about that. Tonight at Live at 5 here on Horses in the Morning Facebook page, I'm just, I need to break from the serious stuff. We've had a lot of big-name guests on over the last couple of weeks, uh, some of the biggest in the horse show world. But tonight we're having superstar dog trainer Chrissy Joy, and her movie star Beasley is going to be on. You've seen Beasley in a lot of the Chewy ads. That's her puppy dog. And he just got finished with a movie. We watched it last night. It was very cute cute. So that will be coming up tonight. She'll have Beasley along. And uh, the movie was called Agent Toby Barks, and it's on Amazon Prime right now. And Is that like an Agent Cody Banks spinoff? Yes. 
That's what it was. It was a takeoff on that uh, because uh, Beasley is a super agent for the federal government. Of course he is. <laughs> and then we have two listeners join us with some weekend recipes. And Joy's going to be here, your co-host of Retired Racehorse Radio. And I intentionally had her do a vegetarian recipe. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Uh, she, and she's like an amazing cook oh, as well. I know. That's why I had to have her because she's like cooking all these amazing. Even the she's vegetarian one of those stuff people. looks good. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me give you. You, you Joy. that one, didn't you? You just let that uh, yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joy like will post photos of this like amazing meal and <laughs> how she prepared it. And she's by herself a lot of time. Her husband's oh, boy. he's away. <laughs> yeah, and she, she still makes these like amazing meals. And my husband is on an airline trip, and it's my son and I, and we had chicken nuggets on a paper towel last night. <laughs> <laughs> but that, let's be honest, that's all seven year olds would eat anyway, right? So. And they were vegan chicken nuggets, and he doesn't even care. He'll just, you're right. Like that, that's, that's like the It has breading. Food. It's good. Can I just point out that I don't know how to use my oven or my burner yet? So I have the only you thing have I have a is a microwave. nice stove, too. Could I please have that? I, yeah, because if you tell me how to freaking turn it on, uh, I don't know. I've never had anything that nice fancy in a gas, and gas scares oh, me. I love gas stoves. Any cook that's cooked for any period of time will kill for a gas stove. Oh man, I didn't want to. I was like, "Can I get those like oh, little no. black you swirly have, things?" That is a nice stove. <laughs> <laughs> I will cook when I come out. Okay, uh, for for the half that he actually eats food. Um, so, I I got to looking around and I got to thinking, what's because you hear about all these things that are flying off the shelves and that people can't get enough of or are, are scared. It's so weird. Like, I mean, why are still is toilet paper a thing? You people have enough. Oh, I scored. I got Walmart online. I found paper towels, which have even been more of a hard thing to find. So I got paper towels and I got a 12 pack and they just shipped them yesterday. I was amazed. I need to go to Costco like just for food stuff, but I just don't want to seem basic. <laughs> like Making that Costco run. <laughs> and I do need like toilet paper and paper towels. And I just think that it would, like, well, get your mask so ready because they won't let you in with that one. That's right. So uh, we just we're just using uh, bandanas because Jennifer has a thousand of them. So I looked up the things that are flying off the shelves and have they really been selling more than usual or is this just hype? Well, apparently they have. So of all things, this one surprised me, except that it was Easter time. So this is my theory on this. Spiral hams sales are up 379 percent in the last month. But what is I a spiral ham? It's already cut for you. It still looks like a ham, but they, it's already cut, so you don't have to cut it. So what I think the reason was, people normally got together for Easter and hams, the thing on Easter, and people weren't. So people were having remote, we need a lot more hams to feed the people who were eating distantly. So that's my theory on spiral hams. I don't know any other reason for that. I thought that the pig, there was like a pig shortage or something. Well, now right there now. is. That's just happened a lot. That's happened since Easter. All the dang spiral hams y'all are eating. <laughs> Hair dye. Kind of get that one, right? People have to do it at home. So that sales are up 92% on hair dye. Have you dyed your grays out yet? Um, oh. No, I, I, don't, I, I don't have grays, knock on wood. Um, but I think it's just being bored. <laughs> it's like every do. time I would break up with a guy, I would go get my hair colored. <laughs> and now it's like we you can't go anywhere, so you just color your own hair. Well, it could be. Baking yeast. This one is true. Baking yeast. Apparently, you can't find it anywhere because everybody's I, baking bread now. Uh, every time I go to the store, my mother-in-law's like, get me some yeast. And have you seen it? It's empty. I mean, No, just, you can't find it. It's because no. sales are up 400%. Oh, my God. 
People are baking bread, and there's no bread shortage at the store. I think, again, it's the board thing. I'll try something new. Let's bake bread. Uh, it seems like something you would do in a pandemic. Let's <laughs> bake bread. It's kind of one of those retro things from 100 years ago during the Spanish flu. People were baking bread. So I wish I knew how to bake bread because I oh, hate the plastic bags that bread come oh, in. Ugh. Bread is so good, homemade, too. Oh, it's so good. My brother makes great bread. Webcams, 534%. Well, yeah, because yeah. nobody can talk to anybody unless they Zoom. You know, too. I had to find try and find a mic for somebody yesterday for a new host. Can't find them. All podcasting equipment is sold out. You can't oh find a God. mic anywhere. It's going to be like the baby boom and the podcasting <laughs> the world. I think also, though, people are buying mics. Comp- corporations are probably saying, buy a thousand mics. We have to do these Zoom calls and I want good quality, right? So yeah. they're buying it up for, for these Zoom calls, too. Nail polish remover is up 20%. Well, again, you can't get your nails done. Pet toys, 167%. Because they're driving the damn crazy. dog and you got to give them something to do. <laughs> It's like kid toys, Legos. Yep. (laughs) Puzzles. Uh, uh, Kombucha. What is kombucha? Kombucha. It's a drink that is really, really, really fizzy, but it has a lot of probiotics in it. Kombucha. That's why I don't know what it is. 125%. Do you like it? Yes. Is it thick and goopy? No, it's very bubbly, very fizzy. Like you'll get your, don't make the mistake I did, which was to get it and have, it's like all the stuff on the bottom and I shook it up. I didn't know it was the first time I ever drank it. I'm like that. It, I, it, I couldn't even ever open it ever. Like I think three months later, it's still fizzing out the top when I crack it. <laughs> Is it sweet? It depends on what flavor you get. It's not very sweet. Like I like the lemon echinacea one, the like lemon ginger kombucha. It's like very lemony and gingery and it's amazing and it makes you feel better. It just like makes your tummy feel better. Kombucha is like just, it's just a healthy type drink. So no, there's really not any sugar. You wouldn't like it. It's not sweet. <laughs> that was my question. That's a, that, that the short answer is I wouldn't like it. That's all. I it really took me a minute to get to it. Cause I'm like, have I ever had? No, you won't like it. There's no corn syrup in it. Oh, good. So. Okay. <laughs> Beans up 237%. Again, people are cooking, making chili beans and stuff produce this shocked me up 600 percent. what i i mean i i have to go to the store like every four days because we eat so much produce that i can't keep it in the house i know and it goes bad so quick that's the other thing that's again glenn i've told you this before (laughs) you actually have to eat it you can't you are not going to get healthy by buying a bag of spinach and putting in your refrigerator for two weeks it will not be good that's what i've been doing wrong you don't it Um, doesn't count (laughs) popcorn up 30 percent. get that one and adult toys up 127 percent boredom (laughs) it's like legos and dog toys dog treats give them a a cookie or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, that is a long list of things that people really need. Although I like, I, I'm trying to remember what I go to the store and it's every time I go, there's another section of something that is wiped out and well, it makes medicine no sense. Hard to get just plain, you know, ibuprofen and stuff. Oh, really? Hard. Well, you know, that people are worried about getting sick and needing, you know, painkillers and Tylenol and 
Oh, that. So that okay. apparently It's May 1st. Apparently here in Norman, Oklahoma, half of the things are uh, to open up. And I'm really excited to go back to the gym next week because I... Is your gym opening? Because in a lot of states, they're not. Supposedly, they're supposed to. He said May 1st, okay. uh, the, the owner of the gym. He was told May 1st. But now the, like, Norman, like, we're going to close more restrictions than any other city in the whole thing. Anyway, I'm fat. And I need to go back to the gym. <laughs> I am note. not a person who can work out without being yelled at. Like I need to be yelled at and I need to be competitive. And if everybody is kickboxing, I'm going to kick it harder and faster than everybody else. And if I don't, I want somebody to yell at me. That's how I get fit. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like when I yell at her yet. When somebody else is yelling at her, it's fine. Glenn, you yelling at me is like getting barked at by a puppy. <laughs> and on that note. You're so cute. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. And of course, you can find Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Oh my God, I just got a message. Kickboxing Academy will be open May 18th. Son of a... And 18 more days to eat my way through this. Go chase, uh, go chase damn Zeus around the field some more times. <laughs> uh, maybe it's good he gets out occasionally. So... Uh, Jennifer got to catch up with Coach Jen, got to catch up with Mary Kitzmiller, who of course does the training episode here once a month. And Mary also is a huge, 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 nobody else I know is a bigger movie fan than Mary. And they got to catch up to take a look at an older movie, something you might want to dig into now that you've watched everything else. And we had a couple Hello. of auditors on the HRN auditor page go, anybody know any movies to watch? I've run out. Because we've we've run out of all the the 12 standard horsey movies that we all know. Right? We've run yes. out of those. So I went yes. immediately to Mary because Mary is our official movie expert here at Horse Radio Network. Yeah. So did you dig into the archives, girl? I did. And, and there were a lot to choose from. It was hard to stay away from like the big 10 or so movies that we all know, because I, I didn't want to pick movies that you've seen 400 million times. Because uh, if you're in quarantine, you, you probably want something a little new or something you saw as a kid and you want to go back and revisit with fresh eyes, or maybe something that you haven't seen that that's kind of gotten lost to history a little bit. Um 
So, so yeah. How do, you, how do you do this research? Do you, how do you find these movies? Or are you just a movieophile and you just know them? How do you do this? I am a walking internet movie database of movies. And I very rarely get to just go stream of conscious on movies I love. Because most people don't really care who the cinematographer was or who did the score or the fact that this actor was also in this movie with this actor and do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon with everything. Um, and I didn't know that my, I had an obsession with movies that was maybe a little bit more obsessive than most um, until I alienated all my friends with my movie talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. We're going to do several of these, by the way, everybody, because oh, quarantine's going to last us a while. Maybe one of our reviews or two of our reviews should be horsey-ish movies with the best movie scores because I'm a movie score nut. I love movies. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hans Zimmer, the best one. Ah, oh, yeah. I used to have him on, on my playlist until they took him off of Amazon Prime. No, I can't listen to him anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, if you want, ever want to get stuff done, put on some Hans Zimmer and everything will feel super epic, like the world is in balance. Hans Zimmer and John Williams. It's a oh, really, yeah. It's yeah. a battle John for Williams. me. It really James is. Horner. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, we digress. <laughs> That's a whole other subject. Whole other subject. So today's movie is going to be, what is our title? Uh, we're going to go with the classic Disney film, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. What's your secret wish? What did you always want to be? In every girl's life, there are dreams of adventure, of romance, of greatness. But Sonora had a special dream. Who are you? Your new diving girl. No, you're not. A diving girl has to be strong. A diving girl has to be brave, fearless, a showman. But I can do it, because I can do anything. Good. You can get out of here. I'm not going to leave until you give me a job. Go on, get. Have a good trip. She was ready to face the challenge, but not alone. There's the tower. The horses haven't yet, right? Nope. It's the riders. Yeah, you really think you can do it, huh? Sure. If Dr. Carver ever gives me a chance. Well, you can mount that horse while he's moving. I'll let you train to be a diving girl. Sonora would learn that a dream worth having I can't do it, I know I can is worth fighting for Ah, girl! We did it, boy! Alright, alright He's doing good, though But what she never expected It's for you was to find someone who would share her dream Sonora, I love you I just need a little more time No, it's gotta stop I don't want you hurt I have to do this Just like we practice, right? What if I can't do it? You'll do it. When dreams take flight, wild hearts can't be broken. And when was it made? This came out in 1991, and it is based on a true story, and I would say that it's very roughly based on this, on a true story. Um, it follows, uh, it, it takes place in the 19, 
1920s, 1930s, more toward the Great Depression. So I believe it's kind of the 1930s. And um, the real-life person that's based on um, Sonora Webster, I think she's named Sonora Webster in the movie. Um, and then Sonora Webster Carver is, is the real person who uh, she runs in the movie. She runs away from her foster home to uh, join kind of a carnival. And she takes a job as a diving girl. And this is a real thing that uh, this is a real event that took place with horses where these horses dive off of this pier into a tank of water. So in the movie, she takes a job um doing that and and she's got she's got this great horse named lightning and she overcomes lots of different odds and uh to just it's a really good movie it's a really fun really family movie um and it's kind of a ride like a girl type of type of it's got that kind of spirit to it really good film okay so is this more adventure story or more love story or is it equal parts it's got a little bit of everything um I would say there there's romance in it. Um, she, I don't want to give away any spoilers. So that that's my Achilles heel. So I don't want to give away too many details. So there's a little bit of romance in it. It's 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 tame for for kids. I wouldn't say I, you know it's it's pretty tame. Um, the leading man in the movie is played by uh, he was the same actor in Sixteen Candles. My internet movie database is is. Uh, is leaving me right now. Um, but that really takes a back seat to the main story, which is this girl who overcomes all these odds and she uh, becomes kind of the star of the show. Uh, and then there's kind of a third act um, thing that she has to overcome. Uh, but the pretty much the plot of the movie is uh, she she takes a job with this Buffalo Bill type character. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on all these names. Uh, who created the Diving Horses show? And um, Shuffling, Cliff Robertson. Uh, let's see. I believe no. Michael Shuffling is her love interest. He's the guy from Sixteen Candles, and Cliff Robertson is the um, He's the boss. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just looked at his picture, and just seeing the picture of the actor, I went, oh, he obviously plays the boss. <laughs> Typecasting. Yes. There we go. So it's equal parts adventure and a little bit of romance. It's kind of family friendly. You could watch this with your parents or your kids. Yes. Yeah. And it's okay. it's a really great movie. You know, she, we've got a really strong female character, spirit, um, heroine and she relies on her talents and her resources to overcome all this difficulty of living in the era um not coming from much um and and then um overcoming a lot of challenges within the movie and as far as the horse stuff goes it's so this is something that we do with watching most movies especially these kind of disney-fied movies is you tend to cringe at the equine ac accuracy now from <laughs> yeah. my memory of seeing the movie. This one's not too bad. In fact, I think this was the movie that first taught me what colic was in horses. Um, oh, no. So yeah. there's a medical emergency. So it is accurate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's well, see, we're not going to give any more away. No spoilers. Oh, be I prepared know. for a vet bill, people. Just saying. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of a really neat coming of age story. You know, she really comes into her own own, both um, in becoming more resourceful and overcoming the odds. And then, um, you know, kind of it's got that sort of first romance vibe to it. Looking back years later, the the romance... it borders on a little creepy, mainly because um, Michael Sheffling is not the finest actor in this. That would be my my big critique of it. He's he's very wooden in his acting, and there's not only you know like his romance with her, but um, his father, who is the Buffalo Bill character. Um, I think his name is Doc Carver. Oh, yes, I like Doc, Doc Carter. Doc Carter. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, there's there's supposed to be tension between him and his father um, in the movie, and uh, he's just, I don't know, he just kind of falls flat in his performance. So that's like my only eh kind of thing to it. But yeah. for me growing up watching it and even watching it now, it's really more about, it's got the whole girl and her horse vibe, you know, girl and her horse against the world, which no matter how old you are, that's just, that always gives you the feel-good vibes. There we go. And it looks to me like it is available on Amazon. Um, yes. And Apple so, TV. Yes, it's available on most streaming services. You can rent it on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Vudu. So uh, I don't believe it's on Netflix, but uh, YouTube, you can just go right to YouTube, search Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Um there's usually uh, an option that will let you rent the movie. I believe it's a two ninety nine rental across all of those platforms. So it should be easy enough to find online. And if you weren't willing to take Mary's word for it, it gets a audience score of 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm not going to tell you what the tomato meter is for the critics because that one doesn't count. Right, right. Well, and I actually read a lot of critics' reviews on this, and most of them just saw a horse movie Disney and their reviews were like one paragraph long and they were very (laughs) cynical because it was a bunch of old men reviewing it back in the early nineties. So yeah, go with the audience score. Um, I'd say it's pretty family friendly. I'd say the only things to kind of warn the kids about, um, and actually wrote some notes on this. Um, so there is a major injury later in the film. Um, might be a little tough on your much younger viewers. Um, but, you know, other than that, it's it's pretty um, pretty safe, pretty tame. I believe it had a G rating. Uh, so is this, is, to, to wrap this one up, is it popcorn or is it cheese nachos for this one? I would say popcorn. Uh, soda pop or beer? Soda pop. There we go. Soda pop and popcorn for this one. Sold! Coach Jen here, HRN Chaos Control Officer and host of the Horse Tip Daily Show here on Horse Radio Network. Longtime Horse Radio Network fans know that I'm a big fan of Wintech saddles. I've been riding in them for about 20 years now. Whether I'm eventing, showing in dressage, or fox hunting, or hitting the trail at an endurance competition... I know my saddle fits my horse, and it's going to hold up to the toughest conditions and look great doing it. You may be wondering exactly which saddle do I use for this varied group of disciplines? Well, WinTech makes saddles for every discipline. That's how. I have several. And WinTech doesn't sit on their laurels. 
2019 brings even more innovation to the saddle range, so head out to your local tax store and have a sit-in one. Or you can contact your favorite online retailer, arrange a test ride, or check them out online at wintechsaddles.us. Pay it! I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads from Facebook or, or uh, Craigslist or someplace, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. We're on a time schedule here today because somebody has some planes flying over she wants to go see. I know, right around 10 o'clock, the whole entire like Air Force here in uh, Oklahoma City is going to fly over Norman, so I'm pretty excited right, to go, go out see, see that it. too. So yeah. today's prize is brought to you by horselovers.com or the Rambo Flybuster. It's one that uh, Scooter wears every single day. You'll get a burgundy color, and uh, we've talked about this one in the past. This is a ter- one of the best fly sheets out there. C4 Belts is going to give away a printed belt, a solid belt, an engraved buckle, two pairs of socks. We're talking about $125 worth of stuff from C4 Belts. And also, Back on Track is giving away one of their mesh sheets. This one's like, what, $200? Uh, it's available in colors. They're Offering black as the prize. This is one of their therapeutic sheets that uh, Jamie has, and I know several of our listeners have because they pointed that out. Uh, but this is a this isn't a, they never give this stuff away. So uh, I think yeah. we're one of the very few that are, are giving away one of the back on track mesh sheets. Um, I mean, sure. C four belts is Flybuster, which is like nose to tail fly coverage, and it's like one hundred and forty dollars. It's insanely awesome. And then back on track mesh sheet. This is a this is the this is the month that to me the the best prizes we've had and they're all thanks to horselovers.com so uh let's let's see what we have who's first all right uh first up on the hit parade is uh where is it uh hillary and remember if it's okay if you submit it in your own voice you get double the entries so hillary's in hello this is hillary from texas and i have a really bad ad on facebook gentle riding horses and ponies plus saddle and tack texas I'm looking for a dead, 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 broke pony for my three-year-old. One that deadlines and rides solo with a bit. I'm not interested in your halter broke ponies. I'm in Dallas, Texas, so something close, three max drive. And that's it. So if you have a pony that deadlines with a bit... This is the man you want to contact. Thank you. <laughs> she has this very gentle voice. And then it's this. <laughs> that caught me off guard. I love it. I have so no funny. idea what the ad said. I didn't hear the ad. All I kept hearing was like that. Deadlines, though. Like, what What's you want, mean? you don't. I, that means, like, they're dead. Like, red lines would be like, you oh, know, the beep. There's no heartbeat, I guess. I don't know. Uh, oh, I my don't, God. Don't Maureen sent the next one in. That was great, Hillary. Thank you. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, Lorene sent the following one in. Two... And you have to do her New York accent. I can't do a New York accent. I can't even try to do a New York I can fake a Southern accent. I can't do a New York accent. Do you want to try the New York accent? <clears throat> I'm, I've been training my whole life for this. <laughs> <laughs> Now, remember, Lorena, you guys, for those who don't know, every most of the time she sends in her own ad, and she's from, she's what is it, like the week. Bronx, right? Yeah. Brooklyn or something. I don't know. New York City. Two half-drafts quarter horse studs, $5,000. Now, mind you, she is not as bad as I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more fun this way. Oh, she loves when you do her accent. <clears throat> Two half-drafts quarter horse studs. Half brothers, they are two years old. One is one flexy and one sorrel. I will have them halter broke. Which means if, they aren't now. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. Okay. There too. I'll get to it. <laughs> if I start to break them, they will go up. I do have pictures of them. How about you break them and keep the price the same? That'd be How nice about too. we don't break things? First of all, <laughs> to have... And geld that... Sh- okay, okay, okay. Let me get it straight. Take a deep breath. They're half drafts. They've never been separated. They've never been castrated. And they've never Had a halter. been haltered. <laughs> and you want five thousand dollars for these my draft horse got in with my quarter horse and they made babies for multiple years oh my god lorene this is so good i'm just (laughs) sad and good remember no soul to do it with your accent you're not allowed to have a soul when you're reading these because i just oh my god i would call it person be like you're an idiot um linda sent the next one in do you want to do the, yeah, I'll this do one Linda's, uh th- this was a facebook one it was from adam and facebook and he said broke broke mules do anything think with broke to ride and drive single or double full brother and sister they are one year apart i think they are 11 and 12 and john the mule is 12 year old because we use molly mule to catch the calf and got out what? That's exactly what it says. <laughs> okay, this is no all idea. one sentence. Full <laughs> brother and sister, they are one year apart. I think they are 11 and 12. The John Mule is the 12-year-old. We use the Molly Mule to catch a calf that got out. That's, there's not even a period at the end of that. <laughs> I don't know why we need to know all that. But anyway, uh, Chelsea sent the following one in. Hey, guys, it's Chelsea from Virginia. Still stuck in my house during the COVID-19 epidemic, pandemic, global epidemic. I don't know. All I know is that I'm on Craigslist and I was looking in the Columbus, Georgia area, which is a place I used to live. And I found a really bad ad for a barrel horse. Now, bear with me. This one is long. And I am going to pull a Jamie and really test out a Southern accent for y'all. And I'm going to apologize up front because it's probably going to be real bad. But here we go. <laughs> Barrel horse. Putting feelers out there for my just turned 7Y slash O grade 3 slash 4 capital D. Barrel horse with room to improve. She has also roped before and I do have videos of it. She's super, super broke. She's is a paint quarter horse. No vices except she won't load all capitals only serious inquiries exclamation point. This girl is serious about this. 
girl guy, not real sure. No tire kickers, and she really doesn't have to go anywhere right now, and I'm just putting out feelers. She is not one to go to a new home to be sold in two months. I will be picky, and I want her to go to a competitive home where she will be showed. She would honestly make a good jumper as I've trotted over poles, and I've seen her free jump. There will be a buyback contract. I would definitely want to see updates on her and possibly come visit if she's close. She is my baby and will always have a home with me. No, she won't. You're selling her. We'll send pictures and videos to serious people only. Don't message me without an intention to buy her if she is what you are looking for. Asking 3500 no space OBO, but she is worth way more, so no tire kickers, comma. If you have any questions, then email me, and I'll give you my number. Dear God. (laughs) Nobody's going to message her. They're scared of her. (laughs) She is terrifying. Can you imagine being married to that? Uh, you don't message me unless you want to buy her. Well, how the hell do I know if I want to buy her if I can't message you about her? And 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 no, you can't come over to my house uninvited and visit your old horse. And and no, uh, there's so much wrong with that. I don't even know where to start. Well, we're running out of time. We're not going to have a post show there for the auditors, by the way, just letting you know. But why don't you skip down to Patricia and do Patricia's and we'll end on that. Okay. <laughs> that was well oh, done, Chuck. And by the way, your Southern accent is spot on. Perfect. That was really good. <laughs> hey, um, Maggie, can you give me the phone number of the person that's selling the unstarted Frisians? Thank you. <laughs> um, Patricia sent this one in. No, for real. And Megan. Oh, Megan sent this one in too. No, but for real, like I want one of those Frisian babies. I know it's a terrible ad, um, but Frisian show horses and classifieds. I need to get on that. Um, Patricia sent this one in and Megan. And the title is Gemstorm. Gemstorm standing at 16, two and six years old on the track as of four days ago, sound with clean legs. He's eager and willing, very well bred out of a stakes winning mare. Basically storm has everything going for him. He's just kind of a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like most of your dating life there for a while. How do you know that? You tell us uh, right here on the show. <laughs> if you want a gelding with loads of personality, this is your kid. Dot, dot, dot. Seriously. It's a different personality each day. <laughs> what more could you possibly want? I swear he's a mare trapped in a gelding's body. Bonus, if you have a crappy boyfriend and want to dump him but just don't know how, bring home Storm. That boyfriend will, within days, lay down that relationship breaker of all relationship breakers. It's me or the horse. And just like that, he's gone. <laughs> Located in Willis. Hey, this Florida. is right up the street from us. <laughs> well, Geo Storm, if you want Jen to leave you, go get yourself some Geo Storm. Gem Storm. Sorry, Gem Storm. Duh. Good ad. Thank you to everybody that sent that in. And thank you to everybody that contributed. I know we didn't get to a lot of them today, but we'll we'll get to them next week. Uh, and have a terrific weekend, everybody. Hey, Be can safe. we do like a 30-second post-show? Oh, I've sure. got some yeah. news I need to drop. Okay, and it's, all right. It's good. kind we'll of big news, and, but I'm not ready to like talk about it. So hold on, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you on Monday for uh, for It's Listener Week next week. Spain, Neuter Guild. 